0: Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hello
1: and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Rebecca Massoud, your host for Savvy, Soulful, and Successful. This is a show for and about visionary women entrepreneurs who are here to speak their true message shine their light in business, and amplify their income and impact for the benefit of all. Today, we're going to be talking about all things strategy, systems, and structure for the soulful business. Our special guest and leading lady is Linda Edmiston. Linda helps creative, soulful, service-based women entrepreneurs create the solid foundations that every business must have so they can earn more money in less time and do more of what they love.
2: Welcome to our show, Linda. Thank you, Rebecca. We're excited to be here. Yeah. So
1: I'm delighted to have this conversation with you. And I just want to dive right in and say, tell us about how you got started doing what you're doing and why, why you chose this, this business.
2: Wow, so this has been a a long time coming. I've spent 20-some years in corporate sales and marketing. i actually moved seven times in 11 years all over the country. And I always I right? I I looked back and I did the math. I was like, that is crazy. But because of that, I always had a new job, a new software, and new systems that I had to learn really quickly. And what I found was almost immediately I was also making it better. I'd find ways to make it more efficient. It's just something in my brain. I love numbers, doing taxes. Like, I'm a geek when it comes to technology and software and money and numbers. So
0: I, I did that it. forever,
2: right? And it's been a great journey. In 2009, I moved to San Diego. Thank God, my last move. I love it here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> great. Yes. You and me both.
2: So it's been a great place to be, and when I I moved here, I did the same thing. I got an amazing job, moved my way up, was working, though 60 or 70 hours a week, Uh, but I was well-paid, right, those golden handcuffs that we get, and I had pretty much everything that I would want, uh, except I was stressed out and miserable and unhappy, and I realized that actually because of Tom. So Tom was a coworker, and he is the happiest person I know. He hmm. was always making me laugh. He'd always be cracking jokes. And like, Linda, it's not this serious. Come on. We're, we're not doing brain surgery here. We're doing reporting and budgeting. And he actually introduced me to The Secret.
1: Oh, I remember The Secret
2: right? The D, I had the, the CDs. So I played them in my car to and from work. And I just, you know, that was that first part of touching into self-development. And that was kind of, you know, giving me this little taste of like, what? maybe I'm not supposed to be miserable? And then one day, Tom didn't come to work. And mm. I just knew something was wrong. And he had died the night before from a freak asthma attack. Oh, my And he was only 28. Oh, my God. Wow. He, that crushed me. And it really pushed me into deeper to self-development and, and getting coaching and therapy to, to, to deal with the grief and also to realize that I'm so unhappy and this is not, what he would have wanted. So I always actually think of him as almost like a little angel on my shoulder going, Linda, this is not where you need to be. And so over the next couple of years, I really dove into the self-development. I went through like a two-year coaching program. So I'm an advanced life-transformed coach. Yeah, that's when I met you. You were doing life coaching. Exactly. And I loved it. So I actually quit my job. I went full-time for a few years doing my life coaching. And I love my clients, and they're so amazing. And to see people move from, like, not being happy in their lives to having better relationships and everything else just lit my heart up. And I'd always help them with finances. I helped somebody find $150,000 in a divorce, like taxes, and I just would just naturally give them help around those areas and then it just naturally turned into business because then a, a friend of mine who was a mm-hmm. coach wanted some help and I just did it so naturally and because I realized that was kind of my genius zone of like it was so natural to help me with the for the business aspect and of course how do you set up your LLC and how to do this and that all of the pieces that we need to do a foundation I had built for myself just naturally because it, it made sense to me. So how, was that something that is natural for you when you started
1: your business? Well, you know, I'm relating so much to, to what you're sharing because I left the corporate world after being in it for 20 years, just like you, mm-hmm. and I became a life coach <laughs> and it's, I, so I'm just going, I'm just over here laughing, going, oh my God, I didn't realize how much our paths are, are the parallel of, of our paths. And then it was like, I did that, I don't know, a year or so. And I was like, okay, I have all this marketing background and communications. And so it was just a natural bringing that in and helping you know I I started helping my life coaching clients with that and then it just naturally became like oh well I'm a business coach and right so yeah I so get um, yeah the path that that you have taken and I I, there and there's something about sometimes like for me it was just I needed to just make a clear break from what I was doing so for me it was like okay I don't really want to have anything to do with marketing because I was so steeped in it and working the sixty right. to seventy hour job. So that's interesting, mm-hmm. Linda. And I just oh Tom, the story of Tom. My goodness, what a yeah. what an angel, what a what a bright light on your path. That sounds like you know his his light went out at a young age, but he made yeah. such a difference
2: in your life and really helped. Mm-hmm. He really, yeah, he showed me the possibilities of living in joy and living in happiness and actually whatever you're choosing in that moment, like you have a lot of choice in how you're showing up and how you're being, but also to see where your blind spots are. And without that, I wouldn't be here because that was really the catalyst because I didn't any, have anyone around me that lived from that space. Like, everyone is, was pretty much like, yeah, life's hard. This is the way it was mm-hmm. supposed to be. You have everything that's supposedly supposed to make you happy, and so you can't complain. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was, it was interesting because he um, just inspires me all the time. And even now, like, I can mm-hmm. really tap into kind of like, what would Tom do? Like, would Tom be this upset or this stressed out about something? And it also helps me when I'm working with my clients to, like, reframe, to always be looking for what's that positive and how can we change it because in business there is so many things that feel, like, out of our control. And so we, we tend to purchase programs. I know I've done this. But oh, yeah. buy a lot of marketing programs because this, this one you know, is going to be the one that's going to get me clients. No, this one is going to be because we're avoiding. In my case, I was avoiding speaking with people. Now I love to talk, but actually to put myself out there and have a converse, sales conversations around this is what I'm offering. This is what I do, and is this something that you know could help you? That felt. Really hard, so oh, I just distracted mm, well myself. It's
1: a, I think it's a level of vulnerability when we do put ourselves out there, whether it's speaking mm-hmm. in front of a group or being in that one on one sales conversation, especially when it comes to here's, here's 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 what we do, and here's how we can help you and here 's how I can help you and mm-hmm. here's how much it costs i mean that's I know that was a piece I really had to work on for years mm-hmm. and years. So just to clarify for our listeners, can you say in one sentence like what it is? I know I did a little intro for you, but just to clarify, mm-hmm. give, me, give, give us in one sentence what are some of the specific things that you help entrepreneurs with? Mm-hmm.
2: So I do the business foundations, and I call it the thing that lifts your business. So that acronym, LISTS, stands for the legal insurance, financial, taxes, and systems. So the systems are your scheduling systems, your basic website landing pages, right? Taxes are pretty self-explanatory, but a lot of times new business owners and people that actually have been in business a while may not be tracking their expenses like they should. They don't have a good accounting system that's really easy. I can help them set that up. I set them up with, you know, discussing I'm not a lawyer, let's be clear, but I, can, I have so much information and the way my mind works is all about educating. So educating what type of business structure should you have. Do you have the right bank accounts? I can guide them in the right direction. And then we can get them to the space of like at this point now that we've got maybe a template of a contract done, let's go to an attorney.
1: Awesome. Something like that. That's great. That is great. Okay, so I just wanted to clarify that. We are going to take a quick moment and recognize one of our show sponsors. Thank you to Microsoft, our show sponsor and partner, and stay informed at Microsoft.com. So we're back to savvy, simple, and successful with Linda Edmiston. Linda, give us an example of one of your favorite clients and how you help them.
2: Okay, I love my clients, so I have so many. But let's talk about Let's go with one. Right, I know, right? But Sylvia, so she is a healer, and she is a Reiki master, and she's a writer. And she had come to me after a year working with a marketing coach. So she had learned a lot but hadn't gotten any further in her business. And so we sat down and talked about it. And she really needed some simple, straightforward systems. So we set up some schedulers. We was that really she was learning talked about her business.
1: She wasn't really implementing it.
2: Right. And a lot of times the marketing tactics are kind of next level. It's like phase two. You need phase one. You have to have the foundation. So okay. she didn't have a contract. She didn't know how to really interact For when someone said yes. She was winging it. Like she'd collect the money and maybe this payment system, but didn't, didn't track it right. And so what it felt like was, I call it like the messy house. So when you have mm. a messy house, right, we don't invite people over. We'll stand in the doorway, we block them, and if they do come in, we spend all of our time apologizing for the mess, <laughs> right? Right. <sighs> Especially for women, right? This is a woman thing. We really want to make it look nice before we invite people over. And the same thing with our business. So when we don't have it all in line and we don't feel confident, we don't have the sales conversations, and then we won't make the offer. And a lot of times we undercharge. So once Mm. we set all that up for Sylvia, she called me and she's like, I just doubled my price. We hadn't even talked about money and pricing but when she felt confident, she realized that she really could double her price because she was really undercharging, and it was simply because she didn't have everything in place. But now that she did, she could make bigger offers right? because she felt mm. protected and, and everything was in alignment.
1: So it sounds like your work is super complimentary to you because she had worked with this marketing coach who was kind of more on that kind of second tier, next level marketing strategy with Sylvia is the case and I know for many entrepreneurs they didn't have the basic foundation covered right. and you really help people with those foundational pieces setting up their scheduler uh, contracts and I'm imagining you, you can certainly support even if they're further along in their business like with taxes or if they want to add mm-hmm. a new type of service or software and uh, so so that is awesome that's awesome Linda, I want to hear, dig a little deeper around uh, what the biggest challenge has been for you in your business and in your current business, and how did you overcome it?
2: Well, for me, it was really that confidence. In I didn't have it as much as in my life coaching because I knew the transformation that it made in people's lives, but I was really feeling like, but nobody wants to buy happiness. It's really, I've even, I had even said that to people, like, but this just brings you so much joy, but people want concrete changes. And, but over time, because it was just this natural flow of, yes, we're working with somebody with their life coaching, but then it would be the business that it, what you had said for your business, it actually flipped and it became more about the business systems and the foundation, and then the coaching comes in behind it where, oh, there's money issues. You're not charging enough that it's actually a money block. Let's work on that. And Mm -hmm. in that switch, confidence really grew because that tapped me into my genius zone. Like, I'm really naturally good at money and systems and computer systems. Like, it's just part of how my brain works. And because I felt so much more confident, I was able to have better conversations. I had really strong sales conversations, and so it was actually so much easier for me to have clients. And I didn't struggle, ah, and I wasn't. So in this, in this newer
1: iteration of your business, yeah. it's much easier. Is, do you think that's around alignment? Like it's just it's more it's yeah. more an aligned work for you. You talked about it being in your right. genius zone. Yeah, so I think the genius
2: Yeah, absolutely. That genius though for me is like your innate talent meets your passion. So I think that is when you said I love that word the alignment. Because you do come in alignment in that because you're not struggling to do the thing. Sometimes we have a passion we're not very good at. Like I love painting and they're nice enough, but probably not gonna go up in a museum. Now I would have to work really, really, really hard to try to make them good enough, right, in that is as, as a profession, right, and it's not going to bring me joy. I like to just do that for fun, but, like, yes. the business, even though, oh, God, so many people just, I talk about business, and they go, blah, 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 but for me, it's exciting, and I make it fun, and because it's fun for me, I make it fun <laughs> for my client, I love it. You seem like yeah. I think you say I geek out on
1: spreadsheets and systems oh. and setting up schedulers and doing all that kind of thing. I mean, I just, I mean that that really is it's not my genius zone. So I'm just fascinated <laughs> that it's yours. I'm like, wow. <laughs> all right. So what's uh, what's one bit of advice you would give to someone just starting out in their business?
2: Mm-hmm. I would say it's really to start to develop and try to find what your genius zone is. And I have a really great tip I'd love to give. It's a little exercise. Okay. So what I would offer is we tend to not know ourselves, right? We need to get feedback from the people around us that we respect. So a great tip would be as an exercise, you email like five to ten people that are not your family, not your mom, not your dad, because they're very biased in who you are, but like your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, and ask them two questions. Now, you do this privately. Now, I've done it in a group setting, but people are not as honest if there's somebody else going to look at what their answer is. And you ask them to be really honest. And you're going to ask them two questions when have you seen me at my best? Mm. Like, what was I doing? What was I saying? What was I, like, how was I being?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And then the second question, right, is how would you describe my energy when, like, I enter a room? Ooh.
1: I love these questions. I'm writing them down because these are great questions. How would you describe my energy when When I I enter enter the room. room. And so, great. I love these questions, Linda. And what do you then propose or recommend that once we get the feedback from our friends or circle, what do we do
2: with those responses? Well, first, you're you're probably going to find a pattern. And those patterns or things and sit with that and go, okay, if that's something that lights you up is how can I start to incorporate that a little bit more? Because just like in my life, the, I was doing some of this naturally throughout my life, but I did take a break when I was a life coach. I was a life coach. I'm not doing money. I'm not doing finance. I want nothing to do with that. But, we, <laughs> but then it was the clients were driving me. Like they would ask the question. And of course I have the information and, I love helping, so, of course, I was able to do it. I didn't think of it because I wasn't focused on, like, I'm a – if you had asked me to be a business coach back then, no way. Now it's absolutely, of course, who I am. But it takes time to reflect it. So this just gives you this reflection to sit with, to journal with, to really start to purposely add things, whether it's volunteering, because sometimes we can find it when we volunteer. What do you do for your friends? just, you know, for fun. Like they're the ones that call you to set up the, you know, for me, the computer or the TV, they'd be like, can you fix my cable? Yes. Because all of that goes together with just kind of this engineering kind of mind that I have. But that's what I, you know, when you start to see yourself and be okay with it, because sometimes you're like, but I don't want to be that. Like, Mm. but it's like, but if that's your natural manner, can you play with it and can you embrace it and can you start to love it? And then that can help you, guide you to your genius zone. Mm, I love
1: that. Help you own own who you are, own who you really are. Yeah, I thought about what do people reach out to me for, my friends, and can you review this copy? Can you look at what I just wrote and help me, you know, wordsmith it, make it better? I get, I get a lot of that. I do a lot of that, you know, I, I do that with my clients, but then I do it for free for my Best friends or my husband who says, "Hey, can you look at this?" And so that's that's one of those areas for me. So I love that. Okay, so these questions are super powerful.
0: All right, it's
1: two 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 on my clock here in uh, Pacific time, and uh, that's prompting me to say, in case our listeners want to reach
2: you, Linda, uh, how would you like them to contact you? they can reach me on my website at lyndaedmiston.com. So that's spelled L-I-N-D-A-E-D-M-I-S-T-O-N.com. And we'll just have a conversation. Super. Okay,
1: so contact Linda at her website, lyndaedmiston.com, and that website will be in our show notes. So that in case people didn't quite get that, then they can just go there and and click on the link. So why is this work you're doing, Linda, and the impact you're making, why is it so important to you?
2: Because I think this is an area that as women we have been taught not to feel very strong in. Math, science, many times we've been put down, we've been told, like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. And, a coach friend of mine calls it mansplaining when it, it's <laughs> where it got, pat on the head,
0: right. oh, pat on the
2: head. Yeah. Right. It's wrong because it takes away our confidence. But if we have the education, which I love, so my, my work is a lot of educating and doing, is that they can feel confident to ask the right questions. They know when they need to reach out to an attorney, when not to, and they even ask really hard questions about a class that you're thinking about taking. Maybe we don't get caught up in the marketing hype, and that's why they're doing it because they're very good at it, but maybe it's not exactly what you need. It's not the right program, but you have to be able to ask harder questions. And so having this foundation of, wait, I, I have the confidence, I know my money, I know my numbers, I know that I have a good, strong contract, I know I'm working with my clients in the easiest way possible All of those things at ease that we give ourselves and we're making more money because we have that structure, then that gives us more confidence because sometimes we're purchasing and doing things from fear, from lack, Mm -hmm. from this person will fix it. They promised me to double my money, except if I'm making zero, double is zero. (laughs) That happens a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little math humor for you. (laughs) <laughs>
1: oh, you are you're killing me with that one. That's a good one.
2: <laughs> but I just want keep I just want my my clients to really have the way to monetize as quickly as possible. So I keep them focused um and yes, we're doing all the design and the visionary work. We have this big idea and I can help people go from A to Z and here's your big overall plan. But I come back, and I'm like, now we're going to do A, then B, then C. We do very structured steps so that we can monetize as quickly as
1: possible. Implement those things. You don't just say, here's the plan. Go off and do it on your own. You're there by their side kind of holding their hand in a way and Mm -hmm. saying, hey, I'm here as your partner. I'm not going away. You're there to help them, which I think so many entrepreneurs, you know, want, need and it just makes it a lot more fun to have someone who right. does have that genius of setting up all those systems and structure to, to just handle it. So how, what's the typical engagement with a uh, with client? Uh, how long do they typically
2: hire you for? It really depends on the project. So some of them, it's, it, we can do it in a few sessions because we're going to do a smaller piece. They have almost everything set up. They just need a few nuances or we're gonna build everything from scratch and we can go up to I have a client that we even have a plan that next year we're gonna finish some of the landing pages for a new book. But she doesn't want to do it now until she finishes the book because she does, she wants to finalize her languaging. So we're like, great, we did all of these, you know, phase one and phase two. We're gonna wait on phase three because it's not time yet and because everyone I work with is it's so individual, right? And it makes it really fun for me because it's definitely not cookie cutter. It's not everybody I work with, we're going to do the same thing. And it's boring. Like every single person is so different. And you're funny because you brought up, I make it fun. And that's true. I have a, one of my <laughs> other clients is a business coach. And she's like, I know how to do all of this stuff. Business I don't want to do needs it. a
1: business coach.
2: Right? <laughs> she's like, I don't want to do it by myself. I want somebody who really is going to do a lot of the heavy lifting I get to, she gets to give me the creativity and then I just implement it. And she goes, and she she keeps telling me, we make it so, I make it so fun. And she goes, this is what I want because I'm keeping her focus on making the money. So we did the first phase for her. And she's in two weeks has had more sales conversations than she had in three months because she has a really easy way to get it all set up. And she feels really confident in it. And she's like, Oh my God. I'm a business coach. I should already have this set up, but I'm making it fun and easy. Yeah. So it's not just creative. It's everyone. There's just so, so much need for this.
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. It sounds like you were, she was able to really stay more in her genius and then generate mm-hmm. more sales. So I love that you really, you, while you're in your genius, you help people be more in their genius zone. So that's beautiful. As a final word to Ooh. our listeners, Linda, what is one of your favorite ways you bring your soulful self into your work?
2: Mm, my favorite way is my crystal bowls. So I play these mm. beautiful crystal bowls. I don't know if you've ever heard them, but they're mine I have. have. Well, oh, not yours personally, oh, but okay. Okay. <laughs> I've heard crystal, crystal singing bowls. Yes, and they really change the energy. So I always start my sessions a lot of times I'll start them with that. We'll do a little quick meditation to bring us into our heart because creativity and new ideas comes from that space of being on our heart. And then we'll mm. use our mind to do the implementation, but it doesn't require us to stay only in our mind. We are able to bring the heart and the mind together in my practice. And so it just lights me up, and that's my biggest way that I bring my soul into my business.
1: Ooh, I love a crystal singing bowl business coach who brings you into yeah. meditation and then let's get to work on taxes and <laughs> and <laughs> setting up a scheduler <laughs> that is I love the combination I think that is just well it's genius thanks rebecca Well, that is our show for today. I want to say thank you again, Linda Edmiston, for being our fabulous Leading Lady guest today.
2: Thank you, Rebecca. I loved being here.
1: And a special thank you to all of our listeners, both here in the U.S. and all around the world. After our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We are expanding quickly to a daily radio show and podcast. So for now, we'll be back again for another live Women Lead Radio show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific time. It's been my joy to be your host today. Thank you so much for listening to Savvy, Soulful, and Successful. I'll leave you with some parting words from the late, great poet, Mary Oliver. You too have come into this world to do this, to go easy, to be filled with light, and to shine. I'm Rebecca Masood. Thank you so much for joining us today.